Number one versus number two to get things started here at 133. Starachi driving, and there's the two! The national championship to Carter Starachi! Fend off a nice leg attack by Brooks. Brooks works into a body lock. He throws Rands to his back! That's all we get? You're moving on already? Chaplin K-1. Roman Bravo Young, Penn State's first champion at 133 pounds. And what a way to start the night. A victory in a sudden victory. Man, it feels amazing. You know, I put a lot of work into this. People don't see. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure sometimes. But got it done. And now I'm a national champ forever. It means a lot. On this week's episode of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast, we welcome in heavyweight sophomore Greg Kirkvliet. Greg, you posted a 10-4 overall record last season, which included the following. Six majors, two pins, a tech, and you went 4-2 and two in your first trip to nationals to become an All-American. What was the biggest thing you learned about yourself last season? I think the biggest thing I learned about myself is that like, when stuff gets hard and the going gets tough, that whether it's even on the matter, off the mat, outside in life, I can persevere through it, get through it. What's an example of that where you really found that you could persevere through some of those tri- tribulations and adversity and stuff like that? Like being injured last year, knowing that I didn't necessarily feel my best, but still taking that chance and coming back on the mat and just going out there and doing it and having fun with it. What is your motto in life? I think, honestly, that the most important thing would just be happiness and more than money, more than objects, just happiness, doing what makes you happy. You know, it's funny because last week, Bo Bartlett said something along the same lines using the word gratitude. Where does the root of your happiness stem from? I think that um, just in life, you like go through some things, you see a lot of things in that like 20 years, you, you gain a lot of experiences. And you can literally learn that, like, you see some people have all the money in the world. Some people have the things you want, but you hear stories about them not being happy. And you wonder why that is. And I think it's because the mind's a powerful thing and that those people may not have the control to maybe make themselves happy. And I think that's more valuable, to me at least. How has your mind expanded from the happiness aspect since arriving in Happy Valley? I think I just see a different perspective. I kind of, I mean, not kind of, I grew up most of my life in Minnesota, Midwest, a certain way of living. People do things a certain way. It's a little different out here on the East Coast. So I think I'm not, I think I'm learning and growing and adding more to myself in that area, just of how to handle things and interact. So you grew up in Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. I grew up in Chaska, Minnesota. So we're going to go uh, Minnesota style on this podcast right now. The the question that I always ask people, which blows their minds. Remember that game that you played as a kid where you go around and you go, duck, duck. Yeah. What comes next? Goose. Oh, you you say goose. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard of gray duck though, right? I've, I have heard gray duck. It's just I've, a Minnesota thing. I've used both. You're the yeah. first Minnesotan I've ever met that actually goes with goose sometimes. 50-50 split, it sounds like, right there. So normally, I mean, my experience is duck, duck, gray duck. But hey, that's just a Minnesota thing. What else do you uh, did you enjoy about growing up in the good old 10,000 Lake State? Um, just, yeah, there's nature everywhere you look. I mean, kind of lakes. You don't have to go very far to go. Fishing at a lake, it's kind of nice. So just, there's something about Minnesota. You can't really replicate it. Did you fish? Yeah. What kind of fish? Uh, usually bass, just kind of t- 
tag along with my buddies, whatever they did. A little bass fishing. Did you do uh, skiing, tubing, any of that stuff on the lake? I no. No, not a whole lot of that. Stayed away from that stuff. Probably the smart move there. Winters. Did you uh, play pond hockey, anything like that? Did a little bit of ice skating, but no pond hockey. No pond hockey. You're a smart guy. You're staying away from all those activities, obviously, and stuff like that in the cold winter. And the summers are nice. You'd have to agree on that aspect, right? Yeah, those summers are. There's nothing quite like them. It's, it gets very humid, though. Very humid. And that gets a little annoying. Yeah. Like, when it's summer, it's, like, I don't know, 89 degrees, 95 degrees, and the humidity is, like, 100%. Yeah, that's horrible. All right, so take me back to high, your, your high school days. Obviously, you had a lot of success when it came to wrestling and the state championship and stuff like that. When you reflect back on those moments and where you are now, how did that shape you into the person that you are today? Um, I think it. I experienced those things, and I got the opportunity to – those things obviously molded me in a way. I think just getting those experiences, I grew in that aspect, but – think I was appreciative of the opportunity because growing up I always watched wrestling so I saw those other guys go and do those things I saw Mark Halls go and win cadet world titles and then I wanted to go do that I saw those guys win five six state titles and I wanted to go do that I only got four but I still was chasing that very well said right there obviously that that shaped you into who you are today and ultimately put you in the position that you're in here at Penn State University why did you ultimately choose Penn State? Well, I didn't ultimately choose Penn State at first. I at first was at Ohio State, and then I'm going to leave that where it is. Obviously, wasn't happy, so I made the move here, but I did what was best for me and went to a place where I thought I could better myself and be happy at the end of the day. How do you think you have bettered yourself since being on campus? I think it's been it's been great ever since I've been here. I mean, I've grown as a person in my wrestling, so I regret nothing. Take me through a typical day for yourself when you're walking around campus. Let's do Monday through Friday, something like that. Obviously, you got classes and so on and so forth there, but take me through a typical day for you. So it's usually split. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, usually the same. And then Tuesday, Thursday are usually the same. So let's start off with uh, Monday. I'll usually wake up, get breakfast, and I'll go to class. Usually I have three classes. And then it's the 1.30 practice. And then I kind of eat throughout the day, recover, and then when I'm done with that, get my schoolwork done, and then see how many games of Madden we can get. <laughs> You're a gamer. A little bit, yeah. You like Madden and what else? UFC, UFC 4. Who are you going up against in Madden? Or are you the king? Yeah, I would say I'm the king. <laughs> Robbie Howard's taken me on a couple times, and he he's good. He'll sneak a game or two out, but he just can't get it done. It's just not consistent. Can't just get it done at the end of the day. What about UFC? UFC, um, I would say my toughest competitor may be Aaron Brooks. But, you know, he's kind of got a powerful overhand right sometimes. Mm. It, it'll sneak up on you, but usually, I'd say I usually get it done. So you like to game, obviously, being outside of this wrestling facility. What else do you like to do away from the actual mat? Um, I like to do a little bit of MMA stuff, jiu-jitsu, striking, Muay Thai, stuff like that. Just because I it's fun, and that's kind of what I want to do after wrestling. How did you pick that up? Since, I, since as young as I can remember, my dad would always take me to... Like, 
champs or something to go watch the fights. And it was just, like, the greatest thing. I mean, I like to wrestle, and it's physical, and it's fun. And, I can, and going out there and fighting is even cooler, just seeing guys like George St. Pierre. And then it's, like, it's not, like, it's a – it is kind of a – it's a, like, aggressive sport, but it's also cool to see, like, the respect aspect. Like, Kamar Usman and Covington fought this weekend. And those guys hated each other. Hated each other on television, I should say, but and they like went out there and tried to take their heads off, but after the fight they like shook hands, congratulated each other, and it was just like cool to see that you can go out there, like attack somebody as hard as you can for twenty five minutes, and like realize it's just a sport. You're just doing it for fun. How much have you seen that sport and really? wrestling, UFC, all of those combined really grow since even you started watching everything? I feel like it's just being more like more publicized, more people are being able to see it, uh, more productions going into it, especially in wrestling. I think that's really cool, kind of what um, like Rockfin and stuff like that are doing, just these like shows that like really – the sport i think it's pretty interesting so you said that you want to pursue that type of career after after your wrestling career for those that don't know um most of the people that listen to this podcast know what's going on and they followed a guy like bo nickel and what he's going through right now but take us through what that entails so the moment that you wrap up your wrestling career at penn state to ultimately deciding which direction you want to go how does that look i have i have an idea but i'm not like I see what I see from the outside. So I'm not sure detail by detail what goes into it, but I just know that I got to go get all aspects of training. I got to go find a gym, have American top team here for now. And then I'm just kind of focusing on nutrition, just everything kind of like you see those UFC embeddeds, everything that goes into the training throughout the whole process is just kind of, I kind of want to learn all of those aspects. I want to be the best I can at all those things. Pre- preparation during the fight, how I represent myself after the fight. From your experience so far in the wrestling room and your wrestling career, what's been the most challenging part of all those preparation standpoints, whether it's the mental side, the physical side, the nutrition side? What, what's, that, what's that been? Obviously, I don't think the wrestling is the hardest part because that's the most fun part. That's the reason why we're here in the first place. Nutrition, tedious, you gotta, just things you gotta get done. Kind of like anything. If it's not your favorite thing, you just gotta do it. What's your go-to meal if you're cooking? Go-to meal. I love steak. Ooh. Yeah. Well done, medium rare. Medium rare. Medium rare. Can't, steak kind of guy. Get a well done steak. No, you can't. That's just, that's like, no, you no. can't do that. I agree with that. All right, wrapping up this edition of the Let's Go State podcast with Greg, the the heavyweight for Penn State University. Obviously, there's a lot to look forward to here in 2021 and 22. What are your personal goals as you look forward? Just wrestle to the best of my ability and do the best that I can on each day. You've talked about your approach from a day-in and day-out standpoint. You broke it down for us with the class schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday and Thursday are pretty much very similar. When it comes to that day-to-day approach, what do you think is still one thing that you want to improve upon as you continue your progression here at Penn State? I would say just 
strengthening my mind, not letting things get to me or affect me, knowing that I have control over how I feel, what I do, what I say, and just like having full control over me because if I can do that, then nothing can affect me. So your head coach, Kale Sanderson, just walked up to the window and we're recording this in the wrestling room right now. Tell me about that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's Coach Kale. I mean, I feel like there's a guy you need to go to for wrestling. That's the guy. He's doesn't get much better than that guy on the mat. Greg Kirkfleet, our latest guest on the Let's Go State podcast. Greg, appreciate your time and best of luck this season.